Hey, Yetta, did you hear the joke about the roof? Uh, no. I doubt you'd get it anyways, because it's over your head. Ha. Okay, then. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Welcome to Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And together we get to share techniques, thoughts, tips, tools, and tactics that we all need, we all deserve. You, I, everyone, so we can turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we live the very best life possible. Ken. Yes. This time, we're going to consider why the real, I was going to say Tressa, so Mm -hmm. I'm tripping on my words already, and it actually, it's apropos, because it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Why Tressa is going to increase your ability, not just Ken's ability, but your ability as you're listening and watching us to trust a realtor. Yeah. Well, I think something that's very, very important to note is it comes into effect today. Today. If you're, if you're watching and listening the day this airs, which is December 1st, or as we're airing December 1st, this is when it becomes live. So if you're Mm -hmm. watching this as a replay, well, today's not the day. Yeah. And you might be saying, oh, I've heard a lot about the Trust in Real Estate Act and what that's going to do. Or you might be saying, what in the world are they talking about this TRESA thing, Trust in Real Estate Act? And it's it's a pretty big deal. I've been in business just coming up on 30 years, you mm-hmm. 35. And the industry changed around 1994 with the introduction of buyer representation. And this new regulation actually makes more changes than just that. Oh, beyond the number Mm -hmm. of changes. And the reason we thought it was really important to talk to you about this and share this with you is because before I was a realtor, I had a hard time trusting people with my biggest asset. I felt out of control. I didn't understand what was happening necessarily. Even when I'd owned a few homes, it was still confusing. Yeah, you know, I think the most times, like if if I think back any time where somebody's really questioned you or mine or another realtor's integrity is most of the time they don't understand the rules by which we play by, that we engage, that that we're required to play by. Right. And because it is so difficult... (laughs) And it's not because you're not brilliant. You are brilliant. I was pretty smart and I still didn't get it. And it's because the rules and the regulations are a little different than maybe makes common sense or the way we perceive it ought to be. And because, unfortunately, not every time have they been adhered to. So there's the understanding and then there's the variation in the carrying out of those regulation. So an example is, which I've heard so many people talk about, and that's confidentiality, Mm -hmm. right? Whoever you're representing, you must retain confidentiality. And yet you've maybe had this experience. You've gone to an open house and you've said to the listing realtor or someone from their brokerage that is representing the seller, Mm -hmm. why are the sellers moving? Mm -hmm. And you got a story. You got the goods. 
Maybe you did. Well, but maybe you've been to an open house and that's happened. Because mm-hmm. that had happened to me prior if, to. If you do get that. That's not the way it ever was supposed to be. The answer, and I've come up with quite a few answers. People ask all the time, why are the sellers moving? It's the season. It's just, it's their time in life to do so rather than providing private personal information. And yet it's such an innocent and every buyer wants to know what's the motivation. And and so because that single, it's just one little tiny example, but can you imagine that multiplied or amplified by all the small indiscretions that makes Mm -hmm. it hard to trust somebody with your biggest asset. Right. And basically, if we don't have it in writing that it's we're allowed to disclose it, that's confidential personal information that we shouldn't be disclosing. So one of the issues, Yetta, has been how realtors explain agency relationship. An agency just means who's representing who. Right. And the one of the difficulties is our sheet which was a one-page sheet in the current or the past legislation, yeah, (laughs) was a one-page form that was actually created by the Ontario Real Estate Association, not by the governing body that governs real estate agents and their actions, which is Real Estate Council of Ontario or RICO, uh, under the new act, the TRESA, one of the things is they did want to make it more common sense. They wanted it to be understandable, and they wanted the disclosures to be super understandable. So they've created a 12-page document now. And, and now that may sound daunting, because when I was told it was 12 pages, I thought, well, how simple it can it be? How common sense can it be if it's going to take 12 pages to explain the thing? <laughs> and how's it going to be written in English? And so if you're curious and you're skeptical like I was, it's actually pretty good. If you're skeptical like I was, then all you need to do is email us together at DeckerTeam.com, and we would gladly share a copy of it. You know what day it's available? Today. Yesterday, I couldn't have shared it with you because the only thing that was out there was an advanced copy. Mm -hmm. It wasn't available to be given to anybody except the realtors because we've been getting training on this for a long time. So hopefully your trainer, your realtors are trained and understand it. And yet it's most important that you understand it because when we feel in control, we can make better decisions. Yeah. And when we know the rules that our professional works under, it's a lot easier to trust mm-hmm. them. So, yeah, together at Decker Team, just put in the Dot subject. Com. Yeah, together at DeckerTeam.com is the email address. Just put in the subject line guide, and we will email you out a copy of the mm-hmm. new 12-page guide. Now, it sounds ominous, 12 pages. It does. But the last page is just a signature page that you can sign if you like, acknowledging that the realtor has provided you with the document. Um, another page tells, you know, what to do if you want out of the agreement. And then a lot of it's spelling out who's paying, how they're paying, what the, what your rights are and all that kind of stuff. It's really, really well written. Mm -hmm. And really what's happening right now in real estate is it's being reformed and reframed and restructured a bit so that it's more fair. COVID Mm -hmm. really, that frenzy in COVID really amplified the dysfunctions within the industry. Mm -hmm. 
And we're going to delve deep into some of the changes in the industry. But just know one of the biggest things is more disclosure, more information for you, the buyer or the seller, and more timely. We're required mm -hmm. to give it to you much earlier in the process, mm -hmm. which is very important. I mean, previously it was kind of important that we did it, but it wasn't. It wasn't mandated at the same level. So there's a lot of resistance in the industry mm -hmm. because it's an uncomfortable conversation. So whether it's uncomfortable or not, it's a conversation that must be had because the fines have been increased, the regulations have been amplified or intensified, I think mm -hmm. is a better word. So it's good for you. It's good for you whether you're a seller or a buyer. And the great news is if you get this guide now, when there's no pressure to be thinking about it, it will help you trust the person you're working with when the time comes. Yeah, and understand the industry as it's made. So you may be asking, you know, what really is the real estate rules? What's what's making it so possible for me to trust a realtor? And if that's what you're asking, then ask us for the guide. Because we're honored to be positioning you to build wealth wisely because it's about much more than just money. Yetta, I really don't trust realtors that are carrying graph paper. What? Yeah, they're always plotting something. We are thrilled that we've been able to create for you over 603 Life's Inside Track episodes. And the great news is you can get access to them from home, from the office, or on the go. And if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you know that that's what you need to do, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to explore whether being represented by a realtor or not being represented, meaning you're going to self-represent, mm -hmm. is right for you. So we're going to explore your options, and then you're going to be asked to make a decision. Even if you're not moving right now, you probably want to formulate that right. in your mind so that you're clear. Because when you get that part handled, it will be easier to trust someone or choose that you're not going to trust a realtor with really dealing with your biggest asset. Yeah, and I think trust is developed when you understand who the realtor is working for. Right. Right? And if the realtor is at the listing agent, they're working for the seller. Until. Until what? Well, until potentially you enter into a different relationship. Right. We could go into multiple rep and we're going to talk about that in the in the next section. Yeah. And it's important to know that in the past, we had this thing called customer service where we could deliver information for a customer. We could show them houses. We could do different things, houses that weren't listed with us. But that that designation of a customer is gone. And because it was so muddy, it muddied the water. Yes. Because it felt like, right? And maybe you've been there. It felt like they were taking care of you. But they weren't they, legally. They Legally, they couldn't unless you had mm. signed a designated representation. And we're talking right now primarily buyers because in the residential world of sellers or listing property, when you sign the listing agreement, you are being represented exclusively by that agent slash company, mm -hmm. right? So it's the confusion. You've signed an agreement for them to represent you, to keep your personal stuff confidential, to get the best results possible. That's what you've signed an agreement. To have with. your back. Right. Now, going back to buyers, mm -hmm. now buyers, you have one of two choices. Right. You can be 
self-represented, or you can be represented by the realtor, either the individual realtor or the company. And we're going to talk about that in the next segment called designated agency. Yeah. So it's another loop in the, in the hoop, so to speak. Now, what's the difference between represented and self-represented? Think of going to a court of law. Maybe you're being sued. Maybe you're suing somebody else. Maybe you're in trouble. Maybe you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Who knows? You can go to court and self-represent, which means now you're talking to the judge. The judge is going to think that you know the, um, the culture of being in a courtroom and the, the etiquette and the things to call people and when to be quiet and when to ask to approach and all those kind of things. He's going to assume you know that because you're self-represented. And also, you're going up against another lawyer who's been trained for years and years and years, knows the laws, knows the precedences, the different court cases, has done the research, and you're going up against that person self-represented. Ask yourself, would you do that? Would you want to do that? Or would you prefer to hire somebody that puts you on an even ground in the court. Right. And you've got to trust the person. Like we're using the word trust, kind of throwing it around casually, but it's a big deal. The reasons we don't trust often is because we don't understand the process. Mm -hmm. Hence why you're going to get the disclosures quicker, sooner, and faster, but not really. You're going to get them quicker, sooner, and slower. Because instead of a one-page overview, it's a 12-page explanation. Mm -hmm. And you'll have more time to ask questions because you aren't going to be put in the position any longer of deciding when you want to put the offer in, because that will be against the regulations that we're now abiding by. Mm -hmm. And so you'll need to make this decision at the onset, because otherwise a listing realtor can only show you their listings they can't show you the other property down the street that looks similar unless you've decided you want them to represent you. Yeah, because self-represented is just that. We can't guide you. We can't support you. We can't say, hey, there's another listing that maybe you didn't consider down the street because we're not representing you. Or you're, something that we know about on our on secret your, list. You're on your own. Right? You're, you're totally on your own. And so I think what's going to happen is more buyers will choose an agent to represent them earlier in the process, mm -hmm. which will create more trust yeah, with that realtor. It will also create uh, an understanding. They'll understand the 12-page guide. And on top of that, you won't be just running around from agent to agent. Unless you're going listing to listing, you can do that. You can still go from listing to listing seeing a property with the listing agent and maybe going into open houses and that kind of thing. And it's very, very important to know that realtors are learning this too. This just started today. And so there's going to be a little bit of flux in the industry on how realtors carry out, carry out their business until yeah. it kind of the dust settles and people get used to how we're going to handle these new rules. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you want the guide, as we 
No, we want to have you informed. Just ask us for it together at DeckerTeam.com and we will get it to you immediately so that you can be informed and aware and understand it. All right. Well, immediately is within a day. Oh, yeah. Okay. So by the second. (laughs) Unless it's urgent because you want to buy something today, then phone us at (laughs) 613-860-4663 and let's talk. Right. And so open houses. That is the area that a lot of people have shared with me as we've been discussing this for the last three, four months. So it's not a surprise to us that this is happening. We're aware we've been talking about it. There are other shows where we've disclosed some of the information. We disclosed what we had available Mm -hmm. when we had it available. But open houses are still going to be happening. And they're okay to be happening because it's a service provided to the seller. Yeah. And when you walk into an open house, unless you already have an agreement with another realtor, and that realtor is going to tell you, don't disclose anything about your situation when you go into the open house. But the realtor that's doing the open house is going to treat you as self-represented unless you tell them different. Unless you ask to be represented by somebody or you're already represented by somebody they're going to treat you as self-represented. Which makes a lot of sense, Which means right? they can't guide you at all. Nope. They can answer questions that you ask about the property, but they can't, they can't say, you know what, this is a great property, this is priced well compared to this other one, or this one's priced poorly because this other one down the street is less money. They can't guide you at all because you're self-represented and the, the, the act thinks that you are knowledgeable enough to represent yourself. Yeah, it's it's exciting and kind of scary. So if you have questions, ask us. We will tell you. We understand this stuff. Being president yeah. of the real estate board has meant that you've been in the forefront of this. All of this, yeah. All of it. Yeah. So I'm reminded of a quote that, you know, I was once told that I have trust issues. Can you believe that? <laughs> I don't believe it. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> okay. So together, we're clarifying your options because when we do, your wisdom will flow. Yetta, you know what it's like to have a, a realtor that you can't trust? I don't. It's like having a cell phone with absolutely no service. All you can do is play games. <laughs> so we are honored that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alive alongside you Not only selling, buying, and investing in real estate over 3,117 times, coming alongside you to make the most of your fun, your faith, your finances, and even strength and heal and flourish inside relationship. And so what we want to discover today, Mm -hmm. how designated agency can actually increase trust with your realtor. Or with any realtor. Yeah, I think it's important to know that this is another major change in the real estate, the Trust in Real Estate Services Act. And that is the allowing of us to have designated agency as opposed to common law agency. And you might be going, what in the world is he talking about? Because this stuff has already, in in the terms common law agency, and that we didn't have designated agency, has already been part of our language since 1994. Yeah. Right? And so this isn't new, and yet it will probably sound new? Well, it is new. Well, Well, because common law agency is the way it worked, and it still can work, is – you're 
your agent can represent you on behalf of the brokerage. That's common law. So you are represented by the brokerage and every agent in it. Designated agency says, I designate you, Yetta Decker, to be my agent. The brokerage still has oversight, but like in our brokerage, there's another 109 agents. Those 109 agents will not represent you. Unless only, you choose. Only Yetta will. Right. Or any other designate. So you can have more than one, but the whole brokerage isn't. Now, the beauty of that is, like you say, for teams, right? Right. Well, you get to choose now. So we don't want to add confusion. We want to add clarity. Because mm -hmm. when you have clarity, it's easier to trust. When there's confusion and chaos, which is often what has happened over the last 20 years. Is it 20 or is it 30? When was 94? <laughs> 30 oh my years, goodness, honey. that's 30 years ago. Okay. So for 30 years, there's been confusion here. Mm -hmm. But for many. Right. Well, there was many. more confusion before that. Oh, before that, it was mass absolutely, confusion. Yeah, crazy, crazy. So it was a helpful thing in '94, and just didn't take us far enough. So we could still have common law agency existing today. Yes. Unless you choose, here's where choice comes in again. You get to choose if you want to designate it or not, and you can designate more than one person. So you can designate Ken Decker and Yetta Decker to collectively represent you on your real estate transaction. Mm -hmm. Now, the beauty with teams, which is what Ken was alluding to, is for years now, I have generally, and Ken hasn't, generally shown the property to prospective buyers if we had the listing. And that was to offer a level of separation. It didn't change the legal understanding of common agency, mm -hmm. right? But what it did is that if you don't have the information, you can't give the information. So that was part of the reason for offering that separation. Now the beautiful thing is you can get access to the property details with the listing agent because they're known to everybody on the team, even better. But you can actually designate the person that shows you the house. As and now, your representative. As your representative. Mm -hmm. right? That was the problem because – Mm -hmm. There was a lot of multiple representation where a buyer would see it through the listing agent or through one of their team members. And then when it came to do the offer, we were going, uh-oh, we represent the buyer, we represent the seller. Yeah. We had to change hats and it was a messy thing. We had to mediate instead of negotiate. Now with a designated agent, that agent can 100% represent your interests, keep your personal information confidential, and the listing agent can 100% represent the interests of the seller and keep their personal information confidential. And then they can come together and negotiate something that both the buyer and seller are willing to live with. Right. And I know it may sound similar. So if you're saying I got questions, boy, do I have questions. You two have just muddied the waters for me. <laughs> then the first thing you want to do is send us an email together at decorateam.com and just say guide, please. That will help because then you can read and 
re-unpack, I guess, what we're sharing right now. And then if you still have questions, we can hop on a clarity call because clarity calls are not just for when you're ready to make a move. They're where you have questions, where Mm -hmm. you have concerns, where you want to be able to establish how you're going to do things when the time comes. Because when you have to make a decision in the moment, there's too many other things coming at you. Right. And speaking of multiple rep, remember we said this designated agency is going to help reduce, but not totally eliminate, but it will help to reduce multiple rep. And the difference with the act now is in the past, you agreed to the possibility of multiple rep when you signed your buyer agency or when you signed your listing agreement. Now, when multiple reps about to happen, you both, the buyer and seller, have to agree in writing at that time that they're willing to do multiple rep or one of them should go and get separate representation. And and we have ways of referring people and we have ways of handling that. And you can do designated. So that's the other beautiful thing. You can do designated right within the same brokerage, but still have your own representative. So there's a lot more opportunity to keep things a little more separate. Yeah. Now, Important to know, the other major change is an open offer process. You asked for it, you know, during the craziness of COVID and the crazy offers and buyers were saying, we need an open offer process. We don't like that it's closed, sealed bid. We don't know what we're competing against. We don't know if we could just pay an extra $100 and we would get it or $1,000 or whatever the case may be. So the legislation now allows for an open offer process. You still can't get information like who's the other buyers, what's their names, that kind of personal stuff. But the seller can choose and they can choose at any point in time to decide what in the other offers they're going to disclose. They might just disclose price. They might just disclose closing date or they might do price and closing date. It's totally up to them what they want to open up or not open up. So it probably will start as a closed offer situation. And then the buyer may choose, the seller may choose to open up the offer process. So you ask for it. I don't think buyers are going to love the open offer process. I really don't. It's going to happen sometimes and maybe they're not going to love it because it's not going to happen when you want it to happen. Because you can't, as a buyer, you can't actually force it. It's the seller that determines whether it's going to be open or not and when it's going to be open or not. And they can change their mind at any time as long as they do it in writing Mm -hmm. to their realtor. So it's going to be a bit of a tricky wicket, but we can guide you through it because we know the ins and outs of it. Yeah. 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 So the bottom line, Yetta, if you don't trust your realtor, Mm -hmm. find another one that you do. And we're grateful that you've joined us on Life's Inside Track because when we move forward together, together we got this. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together.